0: From the brains behind Brains On, it's Smash Boom Best.
1: The show for people with big opinions.
0: My name is Molly Bloom, and you're listening to Smash Boom Best, the show where we take two things, smash them together, and ask you to decide which one is best. Today's standoff features two fairy tale titans, Goldilocks and Little Red Riding Hood. We've got audio producer extraordinaire Tracy Mumford here to represent intrepid forage investigator Goldilocks. Not too hot, not too cold. I'm feeling just right for this fight. <laughs> and writer and comedian Utkarsh Rajawa to give big ups to Little Red. This basket
2: case is a forest gone conclusion. Little Red writing <laughs> a woo.
0: which team will win the one with the crimson cape or the one with the lovely locks it's tough to say but lucky for us we've got nick from st paul minnesota here to help us decide nick is a musician and jujitsu enthusiast who loves debate and musical theater they love american history expressing themselves and they're double jointed at the elbows nick are you ready to rock the judge's seat
1: yes completely ready
0: Awesome. So Nick, what do you think of these two characters? What comes to mind when I say Little Red Riding Hood?
1: I uh, When you say Little Red Riding Hood, I really think of that scene from the movie Into the Woods. I really like Into the Woods because it shows the family before Little Red, before she goes on her journey and meets the wolf. Like it shows that they're poor and this is all the bread that they have. So that they can give it, I think it it gives such a good backstory and really helps me connect with the characters more.
0: And into the woods is a musical about all these different storybook characters, yes, very cool. And so what do, what comes to mind when we talk about Goldilocks?
1: Um I think of the Mo Willems Goldilocks which is Goldilocks and the Three Dinosaurs mm-hmm. where they're trying to they're trying to capture and eat her instead of <laughs> not knowing that she's there. I really like that one. That is
0: an excellent book. And we know you're in a band, so I'm wondering if Goldilocks and Little Red had their own bands, what kind of music do you think they'd play and why?
1: I think Goldilocks would Probably, I think her first song would be called "Just right," and it would be <laughs> it would be a like it would be like a folk song kind Ooh. of and I think I'm gonna be honest, little red would have a rock band
0: mm. uh what, what would the, her first single be do you think
1: her first single would be uh Chased by the Wolf.
0: Ooh, I I can tell you are in a rock band. This is excellent. All right. Now let's review the rules of the game. Round one is the Declaration of Greatness, where our debaters present fact-filled arguments in favor of their side, and each will have 30 seconds to rebut their opponent's statements. Then we've got the micro round, where each team will present a creative response to a prompt they received in advance. Round three is The Sneak Attack, where our debaters will have to respond to an improv challenge on the spot. And to wrap it all up, we've got The Final Six, where each team will have just six words to sum up the glory of their side. Our judge, Nick, will award two points in the first round, one for their favorite rebuttal, the other for the declaration they liked best. They'll award one point in each round after that, but they'll keep their decisions top secret until the end of the debate. Listeners, we want you to judge too. Mark down your points as you listen. At the end of the show, head to our website, smashboom.org and vote for whichever team you think won. Okay, Tracy, Utkarsh, and Nick, are you ready?
1: Feeling gold. (laughs) I am ready.
3: I'm a little ready, Riding Hood.
0: (laughs) 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 Then it's time for the... Declaration of Greatness. We flipped a coin, and Tracy, you're up first. Tell us why
4: Goldilocks is the smash boom best. Okay, you have just received the biggest invite of the year to the fairy tale House Party. The fairy tale House Party. The invite came strapped to a goose, which was kind of hard to catch, but you did it. You got the invite. You are in. You show up to the party, which is at a castle, obviously, and everyone is there. So now you have to decide, who do you want to hang out with? You look around the room, and you've got Jack, who seems a little paranoid, looking over his shoulder, mumbling about giants and beans. That's an option. Uh, You've got Hansel and Gretel, who are the messiest eaters I have ever seen. They are spewing crumbs from, like, ten feet away. And then you've got uh, Little Red over there, who honestly smells a little like wet dog, and it's very unclear what's under that coat. And then you see her. Goldilocks. She's chilling in the corner, so relaxed. She has definitely found the comfiest couch. She's got just the right bowl of guacamole, and she is all about sharing. This is who you want to hang out with. Goldilocks is an old soul. Her story has been around in one form or another for more than 200 years. And if you listen to the naysayers, they'll tell you she's a girl who broke into some bear's house, ate their porridge, and slept in their bed. She also might have broken a chair, it's possible. But it's time to set the record straight. The story of Goldilocks is not about how you shouldn't break into some bear's house. It's a story about being resourceful and having standards. You see, Goldilocks is not some sneaky thief. She seized the moment. She was walking in the woods, all alone on an adventure, and she found a house that no one was using, with food that had just been left there, fully cooked, abandoned. Was she going to let it go to waste? No, that's bad for the planet. So she went full freegan. Rhymes with vegan, and it means you only get by on what other people have thrown away or aren't using. Free stuff, whatever's up for grabs. A freegan. She took shelter in that house, she avoided food waste, and after all that hard work, she just decided to nap attack one of those bears' beds while it was empty. It's like Airbnb. She was just ahead of her time. And when the bears got back, she left very promptly, to be polite. Could not have run out of there faster. Another thing that people overlook about Goldilocks when they're dismissing her as a common thief, she has great taste. Like refined, classy, high caliber taste. Does she just settle for the first thing that comes her way? No! She investigates, she gives an honest review, she finds what she likes. Her sense of what's good and what's bad is so highly tuned that scientists have learned something from her. Specifically, scientists looking for life in outer space. They're looking at planets that are in what they call the Goldilocks zone. That means planets that are near a star, like our sun, they need to be not too hot, not too cold, but just right for life to form. Because if life is out there, some think it's going to be in the Goldilocks zone. Do we have scientists looking in the Little Red riding zone? No, no one wants to be in the zone. That is teeth and scariness and grandma screaming, no thank you. So, take a seat next to your new best pal at the party, Goldilocks. She's easy to find, her hair glows like a beacon, you'll get the best seat, the best snacks, and you may even get a hint about life on other planets. Plus, no wolf breath. Wow,
0: that Declaration of Greatness really hit that just right sweet spot. Nick, what stood out to you about Tracy's Declaration of Greatness?
1: I really liked, it was, it was funny, and I liked uh, how you framed it as like who you're going to hang out with at a party. That was, that was good.
0: Very smart. All right. Utkarsh, it's time for your rebuttal. You've got 30 seconds to tackle Tracy's argument, and your time starts now.
3: Sweet. Okay. Goldilocks is sitting in a corner at this party
2: because she definitely crashed it and everyone feels really awkward. Uh, secondly, Goldilocks does have standards, but she immediately ate bear porridge. Bear porridge is probably like pine cones and unwashed fish bones. Uh, secondly, she had to eat, she had to put the porridge in her mouth to tell how hot or cold it was. There's so many signs you see before you put something in your mouth to tell, like, oh, is it steamy? Is it cold? Is there <laughs> condensation? I I don't know. At uh, the Goldilocks zone, arguably most boring zone. That's where Earth is. We already know Earth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. All right, Utkarsh, you have another turn here. It's your turn to tell us why Little Red Riding Hood is the superior story star.
5: Welcome to your guided meditation journey today. We're going to take a walk through the forest that is our minds, and also Germany. Breathe in. Roll your shoulders. Notice the ground. Feel the big wicker basket full of cake in your right hand. Take it out of the basket. Lick it. Mmm. Now remember your grandmother. She's been waiting for this cake. Can't believe you licked it. That is pretty messed up. Put it back. Begin your walk. Listen to the crunching of leaves, snapping of twigs. Look to your left. Spruce trees. Look to your right. More spruce trees now look in front of you because there is a wolf there Eek.
2: you freeze this is the start of one of the coolest sickest stories in the world little red riding hood a story about a young kid facing off against a huge scary monster and ultimately winning Unlike another young kid we know who decided to face off against three bowls of porridge and somehow lost.
0: Ugh, but I was
1: hungry!
2: Because you may know this story, but did you know there's a sort of sequel to this tale? Yeah, in some versions the wolf comes back to the cabin and tries to trick Little Red and Grandma again. Hello, I'm here to
5: eat, I mean, I'm here to check your water
2: meter. But this time they're wise. They keep the door locked. The wolf climbs on the roof to wait for them to come out, but they're onto him. They pour some water used to cook sausages into a trough and leave it right outside the front door. The wolf gets obsessed with this wiener or water smell and tries to get a big whiff of it, but instead falls off the roof into the trough. Oh. Turns out I was the hot dog all along. Wolf drowns. Everyone is safe, happy ending. See, Little Red learns from her experiences instead of having the same experience over and over again and running away from any possible meaning.
0: Oh, but I was scared of consequences.
2: People all over the world love this story too. Different versions come from at least three separate continents. They've all got different versions of the big bad wolf. There's Aunt Tiger from Taiwan.
0: I am not a tiger. I'm your aunt. Let me eat you.
2: Nazio and her brother from Kenya.
3: Ah, I am not an ogre. I am your brother. Let me eat you.
2: And the wolf and the seven young goats from Southwestern Asia and North
0: Africa. Uh, I'm not a wolf. I'm a goat. Let me eat you, kids.
2: They all make very good arguments for never answering your door. But more importantly, they teach the valuable lesson that if someone seems suspicious... Trust your instincts. You don't have to let them in. Be savvy, be smart, be like Little Red. But I just want to see how crunchy your bones are. Not on my watch. Finally, that sweet red cape is fashion, baby. Little Red has been played by icons. Anne Hathaway, Amanda Seyfried, Christina Ricci, Liza Minnelli, Reese Witherspoon, Elliot Page. That red cape is perfect for the red carpet while Goldilocks rules on other people's beds. Little red rules without a crown on her head. So let's
5: finish our meditation. You meet that wolf in the woods, but you've lived. You've laughed. You've learned. So this time, you roundhouse that sucker in his belly. Then, you dump a pail of hot sausage water on him. Because this whole time, you were also holding a pail of hot, Sausage water. Why? Because you are Little Red Riding Hood. You're wise, you're stylish, and you're no longer afraid of wolves.
0: Wow, a very relaxing yet invigorating (laughs) argument for Little Red there. Nick, what stood out to you about Karsh's Declaration of Greatness?
1: It was a very compelling story to me. It was funny, and I thought it was a very uh, smart thing to do.
0: Well, Tracy, it's time for your rebuttal. Give Utkarsha's argument a tongue
4: thrashing. You have 30 seconds, and your time starts now. Man, you needed a whole sequel for her to learn her lesson. She had to get eaten by a wolf first. Are you kidding me? The sequel is never better. I'm very glad she learned her lesson. But, you know, maybe know what your grandma looks like in the first place, right? You don't recognize your own grandma? You confused a wolf for your grandma? You had to get eaten and saved. You know who saved herself? Goldilocks. Also, your story was sort of uh, created by the Brothers Grimm, and things are looking grim for you. That's all I'm going to say. Also, the cape. Put it on. Put it off. No one needs it. (laughs) Wow. This is a
0: very, very hard decision you have in front of you, Nick. You have to give one point to the declaration of greatness you liked best and another point to the most compelling rebuttal. You get to decide what makes a winning argument. Did one side charm you with their humor or logic? Bewitch you with their bizarro tale? Both points would go to the same person. One point could go to each. Totally up to you. Have you made your decision? Yes. Excellent. But Karsh and Tracy, how are you feeling so far? Wise beyond my years. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, uh, yeah, that good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. All right, it's time for a quick break. Grab a treat from your basket or a spoonful of porridge.
1: And we'll be right back with more Smash Boom Best. You're watching State of Debate,
4: home to rage and rhetoric and awe-inspiring argumentation. Taylor Lincoln here with the man who eats, sleeps, and breathes sound reasoning, Todd Douglas. Taylor
3: and I love debate. It's true. And we can't stand logical fallacies. Look. When we hear a logical fallacy, it leaves a bad taste in our mouths. Or, rather, ears.
4: Yeah, our ears are all like... What was that? Did that person just make an argument weaker by using a logical fallacy?
3: And today's fallacy tastes terrible. The appeal to nature.
4: That's when you say something is better just because it's natural. Whatever that means.
3: That's what's going on here. Honey, we need to get going. Do you want to
0: try going to the bathroom before we get in the car?
1: Sure, Mom. Great idea.
0: Um, Mickey... Why are you going outside?
3: Didn't you just say you wanted to use the toilet first? I said I would try to go to the
1: bathroom. I never said anything about the toilet. Excuse me? Oh yeah, I've been peeing in the backyard for a few weeks now. Mickey, no! You need to
3: use our bathroom,
1: in the house. But mom, this is the natural way. Animals do it, and what are humans if not animals? Humans were never meant to use toilets.
4: What a loo jiggle fallacy!
3: Definitely. There are all sorts of arguments Mickey could have made in favor of his side that didn't include this fallacy.
4: Say what now?
3: Eliminating the need for a flush saves water. The nitrogen in urine is good for the plants. It can deter rabbits and deer from eating your prized roses. It also...
4: Um, okay. But his argument that animals do it so we should do it too is a fallacy. Because animals do lots of things we shouldn't do. Like poo without wiping. Good point. That's all for now, Debate Heads. Thanks for joining us on State State of of debate. Debate.
0: smash boom Ba-da-da-da. best you are listening to smash boom best i'm your host molly bloom and i'm your judge nick so nick how's it going are you enjoying the debate yes it's it's very funny it it's making me laugh a lot that's good and so what is like something you've learned so far that you didn't know before i didn't know that little red riding Hood had a sequel me neither. We love getting debate suggestions from our listeners. Here's an epic idea we got from Eden from Princeton, New Jersey.
1: My debate idea is slime versus play An ooey gooey debate idea. I like it. We'll check back with Eden at the end of this episode to see which side she thinks should win. And now it's back to today's debate. Goldilocks versus Little Red Riding Hood.
0: That's right. And it's time for round two, the micro round today's micro round challenge is called youtube star we asked utkarsh and tracy to pretend that a character from their story is an internet influencer let's see that vlog energy tracy went first last time so utkarsh you're up let's hear what the wolf from little red riding hood has to say to his subscribers
2: Hello, my wolves in chic clothing. I'm back with another full face makeup transformation. Today, we're gonna learn how to do a realistic human grandma. Perfect for tricking little kids. First things first, humans love skin. They put it everywhere, even on their eyes. We're gonna glue our fur down with this handy dandy glue stick and glue and glue. And there we go. Now apply the skin. I use foundation, (laughs) you can use drywall all over. Finally, we gotta tape our ears down flat to the sides of our head. Ta-da, human. Grandma? I mean, yes, this is your grandma. You look tired. That's because I've been doing human work all day, like algebra and hopscotch. And are your ears taped to your head? Yes. Hmm. You can stay if you want, yeah. Okay. Right. Well, here's the cake. See you later.
3: Nah. Yeah, whatever.
2: Cake. It's
3: sausages. Hot sausages. This is triggering for me. Ah!
0: Wow, definitely some beauty tips we can all use. Humans do love skin. All right, Tracy, it's your turn. Let's hear your take on Goldilocks' YouTube content.
4: Hi, I'm Goldie Goldilocks. Thanks for watching. Today we are going to do a little unboxing. That's right, it's Goldilocks's Goldie boxes. Rip it, tear it. What's inside? Here's where I get to open all of these boxes and show you, my crew, what's inside. But here's the thing. These are, like, not really my boxes because, as you know, I don't have what you'd call a permanent address. I'm more of a couch surfing, free spirit, van life, if I could borrow someone's van kind of girl. But I did see these boxes just, like, totally sitting out this morning, right on people's steps, nobody around. So I figured, let's see what's inside. Okay, first up, we have some some cat food! Wow! Okay, meow. Too cat for me. I'm a human. (laughs) Let's see what else. This next box is a... oh, like a red coat? Cape? Cloak? Mm -hmm. Too old-fashioned for me. (laughs) Wish I knew somebody. Oh well. Next up we have... oh, fun! Glasses! Not like sunglasses, but like the clear kind. Do you think I look cool with these on? Or, oh, <laughs> whoa, these make me dizzy. <laughs> Too glassy for me. Somebody probably needs these. <laughs> okay, and my last box is <gasps> Gourmet Porridge Mix, Trey Porage, my fave. This box is just right, oh my gosh. Look, it was even a dress to me. <gasps> There's a note.
2: Dear Goldie, please take this porridge and leave our other packages alone. We really needed those batteries you said were too small. Love, The Bears.
4: Oh, love you too, Share Bears. Goldie out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: She finally found what she was looking for. All right, Nick, I want to know, what did you like about those micro rounds?
1: The Little Red Riding Hood one was not what I expected, but in a good way. Like, it was very funny. And the Goldilocks one, I liked at the end, especially when it was the letter from the bears. Mm -hmm. I feel like that that was very funny and compelling to me.
0: All right, another tough decision. Again, the criteria is up to you. Did someone make you laugh? Did someone make your feelings feel all the feelings? Did someone make you want to smash that subscribe button? Whatever it is, time to award a point, but don't tell us who it's going to. Have you made your decision? Yes. Wonderful. Then it's time for our third round, the super stealthy...
3: (laughs) Sneak attack.
0: Your sneak attack is called mystery sound. Tracy Utkarsh, we're going to give you a list of things related to your side, and you'll each have 30 seconds to get Nick to guess as many mystery sounds from your list as you can. So whoever gets Nick to guess the most mystery sounds right wins, and if it's a tie, then Nick gets to decide who gets the point. So for example, if my side was mouse, my first sound might be thwap, and you'd have to guess that I was making the sound of a mouse trap. Does that make sense? Let's do it. Yeah. Nick, you've got your listening ears on. Yes. Karsh has got their sound-making mouth
3: on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So you have 30 seconds to get through as many as you can. I will be keeping track of how many we get. And your time starts now.
1: (coughs) (coughs) Eating birds... (coughs) birds eating eating grandma
3: pass, pass, grandma oh pass. okay wolf
1: Oof. eating wolf eating
3: yeah, yeah uh okay.
1: i'll give it to you closer
3: <laughs> <laughs> um
1: hmm <laughs> huh <laughs> <laughs> eating little red riding. <laughs>
0: oh, <no. laughs> all right so that first one was walking through the forest oh those are the birds sh- tweeting, and then the last one was wolf falling into sausage water <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you did successfully guess wolf eating so mm-hmm. got one point
3: sorry oh, if sh- i wasn't supposed to say yeah
0: <laughs> that, <laughs> no, was that was great no 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 that's great <laughs> you did great okay so tracy Let's hear your Goldilocks inspired mystery sounds. You have 30 seconds to get Nick to guess as many as possible. And your time starts now.
1: Eating porridge. Correct. Sleeping in the bed. Nice. Knocking Uh-oh. on the door as the bear's coming home. Uh-oh. Goldilocks walking in. Knocking on the. Yeah, yeah. I say I give that yeah. to you. <gasps> Running away because the bear's found her. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh. Uh-oh. But that is too hard.
0: <laughs> and time.
1: What? So that last one was
0: the chair breaking. Erk. Uh, it's the
1: chair breaking. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh. I'm screaming. The chair's screaming. We're all Everyone screaming. Everyone
0: screaming. Well done. All right. So Tracy got four points, which means it's time to award a point to Goldilocks. No decision necessary here. Good work to both of you. That was a very tricky sneak attack. You performed very well. How did that feel, Utkarsh and Tracy?
3: Oh, that was wild, yeah. (laughs) Figuring out how to make a soundscape was so good. Very good.
4: I liked the birds being eaten. I thought you did a good job with that.
3: Thank you, thank
0: you. It's hard to differentiate between chomping And leaves crinkling. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's very difficult. All right. So, Nick, we've awarded the fourth point. Yes. And that means it's time for our final round the final six. Tracy, you've got just six words left to win Nick over. What do you got?
4: Goldilocks reigns, thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Akasha, your turn.
0: Six words to convince us that Little Red deserves the red medal. (laughs)
3: Yeah. Uh, Little Red, Big Rad, just right.
1: Oh, turn nice. that it around. Familiar. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs>
0: okay, this debate has been quite the storytime slam, but who will win? There's only one person who can make that call. Nick, are you ready to give one more point for the final six? Yes. Have you awarded it? Yes. All right. Tally those points up. Are you ready to crown one team the Smash Boom Best? Yes. All right, drum roll, please. And the winner is.
1: Little Red Riding Hood. Robbed. Huzzah! Robbed. <laughs>
2: I earned it and nobody else can contest.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Nick, I want to know. What decided it for you? What were the moments that swayed you to Little Red?
1: I think the micro round was very much funny for me. It was it was probably one of my favorite parts of the entire debate.
0: So it's that micro round that really sealed the deal for Little Red. Nick, what was your favorite thing you learned today?
1: My favorite thing that I learned today was that uh, Goldilocks steals boxes. So whenever, (laughs) whenever a package gets stolen from my house, I'll know that it was Goldilocks. It was probably Goldilocks. Yeah.
3: Tracy, you did a great job today. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> it was very funny. I love the micro round. I love the Goldilocks opening boxes. I love learning about uh, space. We're talking about fairy tale characters. All of a sudden, I'm thinking about planets. What a zoom out. <laughs>
4: Ukarsh, I think we should go on a walk together in the woods. <laughs> I loved your declaration of greatness. I'm still feeling relaxed, still yeah. channeling that meditation. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love it. And uh, maybe I can borrow your cloak sometime. <laughs>
3: uh, thank you. I do have one red uh, cloak.
4: <laughs> Perfect.
0: Let's all get four matching cloaks and go for a little walk yes. through the woods. All right, that's it for today's debate battle. Nick crowned Little Red riding Hood the Smash Boom Best, but what about you? Head to smashboom.org and vote to tell us who you think won. Smash Boom Best is brought to you by Brains On and APM Studios.
3: It's produced by Molly Bloom, Rosie DuPont, Ruby Guthrie, and Sandon Totten.
4: We had engineering help from Gary O'Keefe and Elizabeth Iverson. And we had production help from Anna Goldfield, Mark Sanchez, and Anna Wagel. Our executive producer is Beth
0: Perlman, and the APM Studios executives in charge are Chandra Kavati, Alex Shaffer, and Joanne Griffith. We'd like to give a special thanks to our announcer, Marley Foyer Worker-Auto, Taylor Kaufman, Austin Cross, Brant Miller, Alex Simpson, Peter Eklund, and Ezra.
4: Tracy, is there anyone you want to thank today? I just want to thank anyone who goes on vacation and leaves their door unlocked because <laughs> you make Goldilocks possible. <laughs> and of course, what about you? Any special shout outs?
3: Oh, the woods, I guess. <laughs> they call it. me. Nice.
0: And Nick, do you want to give any special thanks?
1: Um, I'd like to thank both Karsh and Tracy for uh, being here today and uh, just really informing me of, of both the fairy tales. They did not make your decision easy.
0: That is for sure. All right, before we go, let's check in with Eden.
1: I think that um, Plato should win because it's not that icky and gooey.
0: Do you have an idea for a knockdown dragout debate? Head to smashboom.org and tell us about it. We'll be back with a new debate battle next week.
1: Bye. Bye.
0: Bye. Bye! That's kind of what a mouth shouts.
1: <laughs> right. If you were... a then the mouse <laughs> going, oh going... Yeah, you need the tiny <laughs> scream. Ah! <laughs>